Hey there. Welcome to episode one of the Daryl Perry Marketing Podcast. And this is a very practical podcast where we're going to get into the details of how to actually tell a story around a central idea, especially if that story that you're telling is your own, and how you build a brand around it. Not really going to be a lot of fancy production, not going to be a lot of editing, but just getting to the boiling marketing and branding down to a very simple, straightforward conversation. And I'm really excited and confident about this because I I know how this is going to play out. Because this is, in a larger sense, my story of about the last, it's 2020, this has been about the last five years of my life. I've seen how this plays out. I see how you start from having nothing as far as brand awareness, really just having nothing more than an idea and a a business name. And gradually, over time, how that builds without catching on and being what many would consider, you know, viral or, or becoming uh, quote unquote social media famous. But it's a story of success and happiness and self-awareness. And once you know who you are and you know how to tell the story and you know how to tie that story into filling a need or providing entertainment, or providing some sort of value to an audience, that's where you're going to find happiness. So my hope for anybody listening to this, if you're, um, I, I was, I'm 38 years old now, so I was, I was 33 when I started, literally started with none of this, okay? If you're, if you're younger than 33, I hope you get there faster. If you're doesn't matter if you're 38 like I am now, 43, 57, 62. If you're curious as to how you can use your experience, use your interests, use your personality, and build something that's completely your own, something that eventually, if you wanted, you could make make money off of or not. You might just use this to build a... A, a platform of influence. And what you're going to find is context is everything with this stuff. What I like about podcasting is that we can get a little bit deeper into the context. So it's not quite going to be like you and I are having a, a conversation one-on-one. That, like That's how you really figure this stuff out. But as you're listening to, to the ideas that are talked about on the solo episodes here... Or when I have folks on and we have a conversation back and forth about strategy and storytelling and brand building, you're able to kind of pick up out the parts that apply to your situation. And then I always, always, always want to hear from you. See, I'm, I'm actually looking at spreading the word for this particular podcast in a different way than I have my, my previous two. That's right. I have two podcasts that I've already done. I've done over a thousand podcast episodes uh, in the last two and a half years, I've I figured out how to actually do this stuff for real. And again, 
Not really much on production. I use the Anchor app to record this podcast and use it for distribution here and then on my other two. But this time we're going to go we're going to skip or we're going to go back in time a little bit. I've never really used Twitter as much. Um I've done a lot of work through Instagram direct message and Instagram comments and a lot of one-on-one conversations really on all the social media platforms, but I've never really used Twitter to build a community or to jump in on a community. And I think for marketing and branding, whether you're a small business owner, whether you're a content creator, whether you're a side hustler or whatever it is that you are, I want to make this a simple and straightforward process where, again, the stuff that I've learned to this point, you can get there faster. And as marketing continues to evolve, I want to make sure that you're able to adapt faster than most. So I'm really excited about this because I really, really enjoy marketing. And marketing is, again, taking a central idea and telling a story with it in different ways. Now, most of the stuff right now, it's actually pretty simple and straightforward because most of the communication comes between, comes through everybody's phones, right? Phones and then maybe their other devices like tablets, laptops, whatever. But it's pretty easy. I mean, you can get people's attention and that's how you're using the device. Are you coming up with, when we're talking about the content end of this stuff, So you're putting out videos, writing blog posts, or writing articles, doing podcasts. You'll hear me talk about the power of podcasting a lot because, again, as I mentioned, you can listen to this and pick out the context of your situation on your own. You also can be passively listening to this while you're doing something else. Audio is that unique form of communication where you literally can do it on your own time and at your own interest level. So my, uh, my story as a marketer, and I said it started around 2015. I spent the first decade of my professional career after college in sales between, really between two companies. Um, I had a position right after graduation that just wasn't it, it was basically the internship that I had uh, as I was wrapping up college. And like when the time was up, um, I graduated in May. So when the time was up in June, I wanted to go figure out other, you know, I, I wanted to look for other opportunities. So I did. Um, so I, I ended up actually working in sales between two companies for the better part of a decade. And my degree was in marketing, but I didn't really have any experience on it. And at the time, yeah, in like 2015, the internet was, as we know now, was 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 pretty much there. You had your your social, you had a lot of social media, you had blogs, you had, you know, all that kind of stuff. You had podcasts, and I just figured, you know, there's some things that I am interested in, and I don't have a marketing portfolio. I'll start a business because again, like if you have been in sales, that's a huge part of business. You got to be able to sell things, so. I was going to do that. Um, the other thing, and I'll mention it here, because as we get into like the storytelling and the branding through 
future podcast episodes, it'll, it'll all make sense. Like all the things that I'm telling you about myself will make sense. <laughs> the, the more you listen to this podcast, if you go over and listen to the others, um, you know, you'll see that there are elements of me that weaved into everything that I do. So the other part of me, uh, being, being in sales and I was, I was born with, with cerebral palsy basically just means that there was a lack of oxygen when I was born. Um, and it's interesting because, um, I I had a brother that was actually born under the same circumstances. He was going to be a year older than me and he lived for three days. I'm here. Um, you physically can tell that I'm, I, I have a physical disability. Um, but I'm fortunate enough that I can communicate the way that I do. So I always have perspective. But I say that to say, as somebody that had been in sales, both outside and inside, that had kind of the situation that I, that I came up in and that I've, you know, there's things with having a physical disability that, that, um, that you know, you, you, you're up against. But, you know, it's just like how it is. Um, but I decided I was going to be a marketer. And I decided I was going to start my own business and I was going to build a portfolio and run a business at the same time. And I had no real experience of this. And I went out and basically within two to three, probably within the first two months, like I realized I'm going to have to, all right, I'm going to have to land a job. <laughs> like I just wasn't ready for it. So wound up getting in with an agency, first actual marketing job. Um, I was a project manager there and I was a copywriter. As a project manager was my title, we were a smaller agency and I did a lot of copywriting, traditional copywriting. So like postcards, uh, we did phone scripts, we did, um, and then we would do like the, the digital stuff too. But I got a, a lot of experience there. And then just kind of with, um, we were in a very, uh, that agency was in a very special, like they, they were in a very specific, very niche uh, they had a very niche client base. Basically, they worked with radio stations, um, most mostly the FM radio stations. So um, that was basically through 2018. So I started that job in 2016. So I left my job in 2015, the one that I had. Uh, for almost a year, I tried to really get this going on my own. Remember I said, like a couple months in, I realized, you know what, probably going to be good to have a job too. And that was the first time, and I think for those that are trying, that are thinking, okay, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, especially if you're like, if you have, if you've had a career, and you have responsibilities, um, it doesn't have to be that you're either an entrepreneur or an employee. Um, I think in a lot of cases, you you end up doing both. It's the smart thing to do. Um, one, because businesses and brands take time to build. That's what you're going to really learn when we get into talking about this stuff. Um, and two, it's, uh, life is not absolutes. It's not either this or that. A lot of times it's and. And you'll find that the, the, those that can balance the and um, with everything that goes on in life, those are the ones that ultimately end up being pretty successful. There are people that... that Absolutely, you know, they, they, um, not just in career path, but they do like the, 
They're absolute one way or the other in their successes. Um, but for many that try to go that route, they don't view themselves as a success. So I uh, worked in the agency for two years. Uh, this entire time, I was still running my the business I left, which by the I which I didn't tell you it was it was actually it was a fitness business. I was a group fitness instructor. I was a personal trainer. I did adaptive um, fitness classes as well for folks that had disabilities. I did one on one training and home for people. I did. I was a running coach. Along with this, um, I I was I was hustling, and I was doing um, you know just different types of work that I could within health and fitness. And then when I got the, uh, the position at the agency, I, I still was, you know, you, you just, you adjust your schedule, you you adjust your schedule. You have 24 hours in a day. Some of those you have to sleep. You're, you're never going to outrun the sleep by the way. It's so like, you know, just, just, just know that. Um, so you do have to fit it in. Um, but I, I did my own thing while I was working at the agency and then I wound up um, leaving for a position where I was going to be selling advertising to small businesses. I was so excited about this because by this point, um, I was about three years in, I had started to do podcasting. I'd actually gained some traction with my podcast and I had the experience and I knew what the game was. The game when we're talking about marketing is storytelling and tying it in again to what the needs of your customer, your community, people that are going to interact with you. Like, so I knew what it was. Um, the company that I was with had a certain thing that they were offering. And when I went out and would talk to business owners, there was the stuff that this company was offering and then there was the stuff that they were interested in. What the company was selling was more or less like one platform type service offering that they kind of tied everything to. Uh, and what I was hearing is people were interested in how do you tell stories through, um, you know, through social media, through Instagram. How do you how do you do podcasting? You know, um, they were more interested in that and. We um, had a conversation one day with my, my team lead. I said, you know, this is what they're, they're telling me. I, I would like to, you know, um, would like to offer these as kind of consulting services. And, um, you know, so it went up from his boss to that person's boss to that person's boss. And then it was the leader of the thing. And, and basically what it came down to was I could either because um, this was a commission-only sales position. It was basically like you were, I mean, you were a, you were a territory rep, basically. Um, you know, and basically what it came down to is I could either sell their product or I was on my own. And I remember I was just like, sure, you want to do that? And um, they're like, he's like, yeah, you know, either you're with us or you're on your own. So, uh, from that day, I was a marketing consultant on my own. <laughs> so here we go again. Now, this time around, much more successful 
Whereas I was actually like the first time I, I knew right away, um, you know, that I needed to have a job in addition to like what I was doing. Um, this time it was, you know, I could actually do most of the fitness stuff had moved online. I could do online coaching. I had been doing online coaching um, up to this point anyway. I just was doing it full time. And I started, uh, I went to a local small business networking meeting. Somebody that I met while I was prospecting for sales was like, you know, you should come check us out. The uh, organization I was with was like, yeah, it should be a good idea. You know, it's a good idea. You should get in with this. So I got in and, um, and it was funny because there was this whole thing where you could like submit for reimbursement with the company, but I kind of like figured, I, I didn't necessarily, I mean, like I saw for what it was like, they had a good product offering for that one platform, but like, like, yeah, you can submit your, your dues for this organization and, you know, part of it will be covered. And I'm like in my head, I was kind of at the time, I'm like, I'm not a hundred percent sold on this yet. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, but from that point, you know, leaving that sales position, I was automatically in marketing consulting. What did I have to be a marketing consultant? Well, at that point, um, I had tried to start a business and build my own brand, uh, from scratch and was not successful for that first year, uh, made adjustments, started to do it while I was, um, while I was working at the agency, started to become successful because I had slowed down what I was really doing. Instead of really focusing on trying to generate sales all the time, or almost all the time, I got into more storytelling, okay? And I, I really, from what I saw in the growth of my own brand, just telling my story and sharing my perspective, I thought that it would help others as well. I thought I could help others figure out how to do it. Um, so I did, I, I would go in, we had weekly meetings and I would tell them about pot, like, you know, as a marketing consultant, I would go in and I would kind of peel back the layers. You know, this is what the, the marketing experts are going to tell you that they're going to do for you. This is how you could do it on your own. You always have to figure there's, there's a trade-off in services, right? So like if you're paying somebody to do something, you're going to be getting a certain amount of value in return. It's not bad to, it's not, you know, it's not a bad thing necessarily to hire somebody to do something for you, but you should know the ins and outs of what it is you're hiring somebody to do. Otherwise, they can take advantage of you. And marketers, see, I, I love marketing and I know some amazing marketers I'm actually part of a really amazing marketing team now, which I will get to as I see, this is going to be a longer episode because I'm kind of unpacking this stuff now. Um, but there's some really amazing marketers, some excellent storytellers, some very creative people that can look at things from a, um, that, that, that can just look at things differently and, and tell the story in a slightly different way and really come up with an impactful, engaging story. Marketing is a wonderful field. Marketing is also a field with a lot of people that want to take shortcuts 
and see what they do as they go by the whole basis of I know a little bit more than the person I'm selling to and I'm going to sell my services, air quotes, I do air quotes during podcasts too, that's another thing, at a premium where I may not be actually delivering the value that I say I deliver. So, um, which by the way, for anybody that is selling, and again, I'm somebody with a background in sales, I still know how to, I, I can sell very well. I have no issue with anyone selling whatever it is they sell for however much they sell it for, as long as you believe in what you're offering and you believe in the value that you're bringing to people, sell whatever it is, product or service, for the amount you're selling it for. My issue has always been with people that are selling something that they would never either buy themselves if they were in a similar situation or they know they're not providing the value. That's where my issue is. Because um, again, guys, context is everything. My hope is that you hear this stuff and you're able to apply it to the context of your situation. So when I was doing, when I was doing marketing work, um, when I was doing consulting work, I would go in and I would, I would go to these meetings and these, medi- these, these small business meetings would lead to uh, other networking opportunities and other one-on-one situ- situations, excuse me. And um, I just have conversations and I would listen. A lot of what it comes down to with marketing is listening. You put the initial content out, but do you want to know an effective content strategy? One, you have to have self-awareness. So you have, to, you have to be aware of yourself and like how you communicate as a person. You have to know the story that you're trying to tell. You have to be able to put it out initially. But the most important part of any of this is you take that stuff as your foundation. The story that you're telling and knowing yourself and how you communicate. But when you get feedback, when people respond, that's your content strategy. How somebody responds to your message. And you adjust over time. Um, so I went from working as, as a marketing consultant. I did that for a while. To um, I actually, I, I saw a position last summer at a, at a company that had um, a presence locally here. Cincinnati area. I live right outside of Cincinnati and, you know, came in (laughs) and I'm laughing because this, from an interview standpoint, this was like, just the feeling was excellent. The flow was, it just like everything felt right. And when I had previously gone through the interview process, with companies and this was back in sales and everything, you know, typical turnaround time to from your first interview and you went through a bunch of probably three or four interviews and then you would get to the final one. And the ones that I got, like I oftentimes would make it to the final interview, the final round of interviewing and (laughs) whether you got them or not, these were usually four to eight week processes. Um, This I interviewed and they actually called me back. I interviewed on a Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. They called me back on Friday and I must have been driving and, you know, safety first with the iPhone. It had the, 
no notifications while you're driving. So I didn't get the message. And then I was checking my messages um, on like a Monday. And then, you know, I heard the voicemail and I called back right away. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I missed your call. Um, and they offered it to me. And um, I started a job last fall, fall of 2019, um, working as part of a, of a marketing department. And I work now, I'm, I'm still there. Uh, I love it there because as I said, I'm part of a team of extremely talented, creative people that look at things in a different way. And we're figuring out how to communicate a brand message um, on all the emerging platforms, all the emerging ways, and still, of course, the tried and trues. Um, but that is like, th- that to me has really shown, because again, marketing changes really, really fast. The way that we communicate, the tools that we use, the way that we tell the, the story is changing all the time. You're adding to it. And then, you know, there's still those tried and true things that you use as far as communicating a message, but it's, it's always changing. And you're always doing a little bit more of this, a little less of that. This whole new thing comes on and then the old thing reemerges. Um, it's part of the excitement that I really like about it. But to summarize this, Basically, over the course of the last five years, I figured out how to build a brand on my own. I've worked in a traditional agency as a project manager and a copywriter. I've worked as a marketing consultant. I do have some freelance work in there as well. Um, I did some social media freelance. I did some um, other project work as well. Um, and now I'm part of a, of, of a team and work in strategy and execution. So starting from where I did, being where I'm at now, and I haven't even told you about kind of the byproduct as much of of the personal brand and the actual brand that I've built. So the brand that I'm known for now is Your Level Fitness, and that's the name of my personal training business. Um, which turned into online coaching, which is now mostly about changing the focus of what people really look at when it comes to weight loss. See, the traditional weight loss industry is all about marketing against our insecurities, making us think that if we look a certain way or have a certain um, body composition or hit a certain weight, we're going to be happy. Um, The way I look at it is that you look at who you are as a person right now, you accept and then get on the same page with that person. And then the happiness is there. But then you put on the you you then do the work consistently, the exercising, the following the eating plan, the stress management and all that other stuff. And then gradually that stuff that the mainstream weight loss industry tells you to focus on that becomes more or less the byproduct of what it is that you're doing. Um, So you'll get there, but you just don't focus on what everybody else focuses on. So what this has led to is I have that message out there. There is a community around this. Um, If you go on Instagram right now and you look at hashtag YLF community, 
There's over 7,000 posts tagged. That's as of right now. It's This is June 2020. And if you look at your level fitness all over the internet, you'll find ratings for both the service and the brand. Um, and then the other part of it is the personal brand. Now, all the personal brand really is, is I is again, it's all the stuff that makes up me. Now, I happen to own DarylPerry.com. I haven't really done as much with that yet. Part of that's going to be coming off of this particular podcast. I have the Twitter account, which I, I mentioned to you because I haven't, um, I haven't done as much with that. But I'm, I'm really kind of excited to use Twitter to do this. Uh, and podcasting has been huge. So I just mentioned to you the big thing with your level of fitness is reinforcing this alternate mindset around health and fitness. Well, podcasting has been a great way to do that. So starting in January 2018, I did a, I started a podcast, just the Daryl Perry podcast. And all it was going to be is just quick tips, just quick things just to remember, you know, like just to remind you of what to focus on, little nudges. I actually started as the Almost Daily podcast and then I renamed it the Daryl Perry podcast. But the Almost Dailies are those quick practical tips. Um, it's interesting because I wanted to do an almost daily and I did the first episode back in January of 2018. And then I sat on it for six weeks. I got in my head, which is, I, I know where a lot of folks get as far as creating content. But then six weeks later towards the end, I think it was February 22nd, 23rd, somewhere in there, 2018. I, um, I say, you know what? We're just going to do the episode once a day. We'll just do something. It doesn't matter if it's two minutes. doesn't matter if it's five minutes or, or more. So I did. I did an almost daily podcast and ramped that all the way up until I did my first, uh, my first interview on my buddy's podcast, Gary Cantrell. And I adamantly said on there that I had no interest in ever interviewing anybody. <laughs> and within three months of that, I decided I wanted to start interviewing. I was very nervous about interviews at first because when you're doing a solo episode, um, you don't have to worry about talking over people. It's kind of a little bit of an oddity. Uh, first time you have a conversation with somebody, not, you don't really have the cadence down. And I, I just, I didn't want to interrupt people. I didn't want to talk over them. And, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know if I was going to be able to really listen to their responses. Cause again, listening is a huge part of everything when it comes to storytelling marketing and branding. I didn't know if I was going to be, you know, would I be able to listen to the, to the responses or am I going to be thinking of the next question and really know. So I was at the time I was nervous, just like I know a lot of folks are nervous when it comes to marketing, because again, there's a lot of stuff thrown over top of this. The traditional, uh, the, the, the way marketing is presented is much like the traditional weight loss industry. There's a lot of parallels with this. So my hope here is, you know, again, like we're going to take some of the insecurities away, like I had with, with the podcasting and that I had back way back when I tried to do a blog. Um, and we're going to re- remove those. Now, what ended up happening with the podcast and the reason that I tell you about how I did the one interview and I said I would never interview people is that ended up leading to uh, regular interviews, which then led to me doing stuff about not just fitness, but like my own life and talking about marketing and talking about other things that, that just I like. And then fast forward to this year when the pandemic 
uh, happened and, um, you know, started working from home a lot more. But what was interesting is I have on my calendar, like the, the hours outside of when I work, I would leave those times open. And I decided that I was going to take the, the stuff that I had done on like, like if you go and listen to the Daryl Perry podcast, now it's pretty much all the almost dailies, but I've got a lot of, there's just a lot of different episodes. Again, there's over a thousand episodes over there for over two and a half years. So I got into a pretty good repetition of like, you know, putting stuff out. Um, but I decided I wanted to branch off. I wanted to take, okay, I've had a lot of people share their stories around fitness and weight loss. I wanted to do a freestanding fitness and weight loss podcast. It made sense. So I did. And that one actually, I started that two months ago. <laughs> and within the first month, it had more. It, it had uh, its first thousand listens within a month, within the first four weeks. And that took the first podcast, the one that I eventually started ramping up and doing every day, that took that one four months. Uh, now again, one of those months, I was in my head and I wasn't doing that much. But again, you build a little bit of a brand and you build some momentum doing some stuff. Because what I was doing with the interview podcast is I was, I was if I had, I used the Calendly app, okay? And I would mark off the time that I was at work and then when I was, so when I was clocked off or clocked out, I give myself like a 30 minute window. Um, if somebody has access to my calendar, they can book that time. And I was doing podcast interviews like crazy. And what wound up happening is for the first 30 days, I'd put out a podcast episode pretty much every day. So yeah, within the first month, there was 30 episodes of the Your Level Fitness Podcast, all interviews. And again, those are available for you to listen to as well. Uh, but as I was doing that, one, after you do a, a month of just interviewing people, you're like, I like this format, this really works, but putting an episode out every day, um, that's a lot. <laughs> so I still do those. I'm a lot more protective with my time now. Um, if I have stuff scheduled, uh, I, I basically will only allow one call on my time outside of work. Um, and there are plenty of times where like, I don't have anything booked. So I literally, I, I, I get off work in the day and like, I just, I chill because I want to chill. <laughs> so, um, but I, uh, you know, with the success of that podcast, I wanted to branch out and do the other things. And I, I love talking about marketing. I was always in, you know, and, and it, it f meshes well with who I am as a person and doing my own podcast, like the first name, last name thing, like it fit. Okay. But I feel like this is, this could, while there's similarities, I think there's going to be a lot of folks that enjoy the conversation around marketing, um, that, you know, could probably do without a lot of the health and fitness stuff. Although some of my marketing friends that aren't really into health and fitness said I'm the only fitness person that they can listen to. So that's, that's pretty cool. So that, <laughs> that's, that's something there. So, um, but I told you, you know, I, I wanted to get into, to a little bit of like get into my story and my background as a marketer, um, just to let you know that you can do, I mean, you, you can do this. The tools are there and it's, if you have the story, if you have the skills as far as editing and production, absolutely go ahead and do those or go ahead and use those. But, you know, I'll tell you for the podcast, 
to this point, I'm just recording the podcasts on my phone and uploading them directly to Anchor, which gets them on Spotify, which gets them on Apple Podcast. Um, and I'm at the point now, having the amount of episodes under my belt that I have, it's like, okay, because we just, we, we bought a house uh, in the fall as well. And actually, the same time I started the job, so that was, that was really cool. Um, but we've got a basement that we're finishing, and for the work that my wife and I both do, uh, there's content involved, and it makes sense to actually have a place to put out content, put together content. So we, I will actually have a studio. Um, I just didn't buy the equipment first. I like using the, the tools first, the, the, the basic practical way of doing things first, and then if I like it... Um, you know, I'll I'll put a little a little bit more of a uh, of a of you know time, money, and and uh, just put more of an investment into it. And that's kind of where I am with podcasting. So, but for right now, I'm still recording the episodes on my phone. Um, I think that's good for the definitely for the <laughs> for right now. I think it's good to have the first episode for this particular podcast um, on here as well. So this is. Again, this is um, the solo episodes aren't going to be this long. Uh, this one, again, being the intro, uh, I just I wanted to give you a little bit more of my story and kind of who I am as a marketer. Anything you hear from me is going to be very practical and straightforward, and I always want to hear from you. You'll see in the show notes my, my Twitter handle's there, uh, but you can also always email me. As I mentioned, I have my first name, last name, so you can always email Daryl at DarylPerry.com. That is D-A-R-Y-L at D-A-R-Y-L-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Uh, or you can tweet me on Twitter at Daryl Perry. So uh, I'm excited. We I, I don't have a regular schedule or cadence for these episodes. A lot of times it's just whenever this stuff pops into my head. But considering uh, I love marketing, branding, and storytelling as much as I do, and considering pretty much all my waking hours are some way, shape, or form around uh, marketing strategy, execution, or content creation, there's a good chance that I'll have a fair amount of stuff to, uh, to talk to you about. But uh, it always comes down to your situation and your context. Uh, so I would absolutely love to hear uh, your thoughts on anything that you hear here and you know, throw any questions that you have. I mean, because you're going to shape a lot of the content. I mean, the, the thoughts and opinions that I start with are mine. But as I said, it's all about what what you guys respond with. So definitely either tweet me or reach out via email. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you again real soon.